And they forsook all and followed him. Speaking here of the original twelve disciples, they forsook their jobs, their families, their loved ones, their possessions, and they followed him. But then followed three and a half years of training before they received the gift of the Holy Spirit upon their lives. And during that three and a half years, though they'd left the physical things, we see that their inner lives were not remarkably transformed. They still squabbled amongst themselves about who was going to be greatest. Even the night that Jesus was betrayed, they were arguing about who was going to be sitting closest to him in the kingdom. Jealousy, envy, strife, argument, it was all going on. But then he's crucified and their dreams are smashed. But some little while afterwards he comes and he bestows upon them the greatest gift of all, the Holy Spirit. He didn't bestow the Holy Spirit upon them so that they might become great. They might become uh, noticed and have a name for themselves. The Holy Spirit came to put them to death. He came to kill off the self-life that was still so very evident in them. Is it not Amazing then that we don't understand what he means when he says, except a man forsake all that he have, he cannot be my disciple. We cannot be his disciple just on outward forsaking. It is the inward forsaking of the desire to rule and govern our own lives that is much more painful and elongated than the simple walking away from the things of the world. But some of us have done neither. And yet we would call ourselves disciples. But a disciple is one that is like his master. A disciple is one who follows in the steps of his master and is a permanent learner. It seems to me that we have a way to go and some understanding to catch up on about what God actually wants of his people. And it all relates again to whether he is just saviour and provider or whether he is Lord and master. Sooner or later you're going to find yourself faced up with the question, are you for me or against me? Oh, Lord, I'm for you, you will say. And he will say, let me have that then. And it is at that place, that time, when he asks for your Isaac, whatever it is, that you will really discover just how much of yourself you have given to him. It doesn't, take rocket science for you to discover that my assignment right now is to teach you the crucified life 
to teach you the crucified life because following that comes the resurrected life. But no pain, no gain, no death, no resurrection. And without death and resurrection, powerlessness. You can't take ground, you know, from the enemy if he's got ground in you. And this is the very ground that we talk about. The right to ourselves. But we belong to another. It's just that we've never grasped it. We are part of his family by blood. We are heirs to the promise of God. But that heir has got to grow up if he's going to come in into his inheritance and really inherit everything that God has for him. Your inheritance is not automatic. You will not automatically come into the fullness of God without you do your part. He's done his. He gave all of himself for you. Now he waits for you to give all of yourself to him. It's these little words again, isn't it? Just all. All just encompasses everything. Spirit, soul and body. Do you want to walk in divine health? Give him your body. Stop running to the doctor every two minutes with your pains and your grouches. Stop complaining. Go to him. Provision isn't there. Give him your finances and watch it come in. Right the way across the board, beloved. Right down to the last little bit till it's all. But you have a choice, 30, 60, a hundredfold return. You have a choice what you do with that talent. Just be sure you don't bury it, because there'll be nothing waiting for you if you do, if you keep it in a napkin, just in case you lose it, protecting everything. You know what conservative Christians are, don't you? They're people who want to conserve something. So what are you conserving? What are you protecting from the one who created you, who gives you life, who is your strength, who is your exceeding great reward? Are you serving the wrong master? I'll leave you to think about that one.